So welcome to the Arcade Hangout Episode 6. Um, I'm Orange Whip. This is your... What do we want to call this? This is a tech retro arcade kind of show. Um, so I'll just give you guys all an update to my renovations I've been doing. Um, I've basically just been organizing, coming up with a plan of what rooms I want to do first. Um, so I have the main room, which is what I'm in here, which is probably 600, 700 square feet. And then I have uh, another three, 400 square feet that's broken up to two different rooms. One's going to be a theater, one's going to be a craft slash um, storage room for my wife and her computer and sewing machine and all that kind of stuff. And Don't they call that a man cave? This, <laughs> this what, the craft room? <laughs> No, this is definitely not going to be called a man cave. So we, we've come up with a couple of things. I know the theme I'm going to do in the basement here. Um, I want to do something a little bit different. And we're going to start off with the craft room, actually, because that's where the storage is going to be held. So we're going to build a whole storage unit there to get rid of a lot of the other garbage that's hanging around here and store it off while I'm doing um, the rest of the basement. So. So the crafts room's for you, and the games are for your wife? Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> she actually has a pinball machine, so she's got three pinball machines. Uh, they'll be coming down here. Um, and actually, I think I figured out... I was going to build myself an office down here, and I, I actually think I've decided that I don't want a separate office. I'm going to actually build my office in with the craft room, uh, and we're going to make kind of a little pinball... L Cove, where the office was going to be. So that should be, I guess, pretty cool to have the pinballs in their own kind of little area, which will be neat. Um, the only other thing we kind of really figured out was we're doing a theme for the basement, uh, and I didn't want to do, I didn't want to do the whole kind of 80s, um, you know, black light carpet. Although I might still put black light carpet in, I'm not sure. But I didn't want to do kind of the traditional 80s thing, so we came up with the idea of making it, uh, and this is also just to make the renovations quicker and cheaper and everything else. Um, we're going to call it the warehouse. And uh, this main wall here, which is all just wood paneling, that's all going to come down. And I've got, I couldn't tell you how much wood a neighbor gave me. Um, in BC, <laughs> I mean, actually in North America, we had all the pine beetle uh, devastation. And there's a whole bunch of really cool wood out there. It's, it has a blue tinge to it. And it's actually got holes through it where the pine beetles were eating it and stuff. And my neighbor gave me, I, I couldn't tell you how many square feet. I mean, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of square feet of the stuff. And so I'm going to rip it all down to like four-inch boards. And I'm going to cover this entire wall um, with that, kind of give it a rustic warehouse kind of look. This wall back here, which, well, you can probably see a little bit. You can see the mess, but I've got brick on that wall, uh, and that'll be... Um, we're going to make that whole wall brick, so it's going to kind of be a wooden brick kind of warehouse theme. Uh, all the light fixtures and stuff, we're going to actually do it off um, like pipe conduit, like the really heavy-duty pipe stuff, cast iron pipe, so we're going to build fixtures for all the walls and all the lights and all that kind of stuff using that stuff to kind of give an industrial look. Uh, and then coming down the stairs down here, it's a fairly steep stairwell. Um, not as quite as steep as, as John's, for those of you that have been at John's. Not quite that steep, but it's pretty steep. Um, and we're going to actually tear a wall down at the top so it's open to the upstairs. And then my wife had the idea of 
uh, getting like a big three or four foot metal arrow that kind of points down to the basement and just having, you know, the warehouse kind of written on that arrow coming down to the basement. And then the wall, other wall across from that is going to be uh, all metal and it'll be to hang magnets because we did our big road trips and stuff with all the arcades we went to and we bought magnets to every city we've ever been to together because uh, cool. we've been on together for like 22 years. So every city we've ever been to on trips, we've gotten magnets. So we're going to put magnets on that whole wall up there that's going to kind of just show all the different places we've been to. So we come up with a plan. We started to clean things out, know where we're going to start. I just started last night actually cleaning that room out a little bit where the craft room's going to go. But other than that, the building hasn't started quite yet. But next week, hopefully. Sweet. Yeah. I can't wait for it to be done, but it's going it's to be a lot of work. That sounds like some nice wood your neighbor's got. He's yeah, he's been storing it like for a while underneath a tarp, uh, and but not bump. I got it. Um, but yeah, he's been storing it. He was going to use it for something else. He decided not to, and he just asked me if I wanted it. I was like, perfect. Yeah, that that pine beetle wood is pretty cool. Like, there's a bunch of it out here in Colorado too. Yeah, yeah, it's it's got this really cool kind of blue tinge to it in in yeah. spots, which makes it really really yeah. neat looking. I can't wait for it to be done, but uh, that sounds like some nice wood your neighbor's got. Oh, geez, here we go. That's mock. <laughs> for a while, there. I just muted mock. He just he just showed up and that happened. <laughs> Problem so, solved. No. Yep. Orange whip. Is there uh, is there much humidity issues where you're at? Like, you know, is water getting in the basement or anything like that? No. Um, I mean, we are a, a temperate rainforest in Vancouver. We get a lot of rain here. But all, like most houses, I mean, not new houses don't, but most older houses, they we all have basements. Okay. Uh, no, we, we have just really good um, drainage tile around our houses that go out to the city's sewer lines and uh, really good, you know, sandy kind of dirt and rocky dirt. So a, a lot of it drains away quite nicely. That's good. Yeah, we've never... I mean, our neighbor actually floods a little bit, um, but he's got a drainage tile problem in his house. Uh, I redid all the drainage tile uh, four or five years ago for my house, so nice. shouldn't be too bad. Yeah, it's, it doesn't smell musty or anything down in my basement. And it's only... Uh, as far as basements go, most basements here, they're not full basements. They're not fully underground. Like, I can walk out the back. So it's the front of my house that's about halfway up, and the back of my house... Uh, is ground level. Okay. Yeah. So you're on a your house is built on a hillside. Nope. Basically. Nope. It's just no? it's just no. It's it's a very s- like really slow slant. My whole yard's pretty much flat except for the front yard. Okay. Um, so the front front yard, the driveway goes down maybe two feet kind of thing, and the rest of my yard is kind of flat. Cool. Yeah. I've got retaining walls around the front. That's why the dirt's higher in the front. But yeah, no water issues, so that's good. Sweet. Anybody else have any arcade stuff to talk about? Or do I have to randomly pass it on to somebody this time? <laughs> Not random. That worked pretty well last time. Okay. Uh, well, I know somebody who left early last week, so I'm going to pick uh, Mr. Dave from Buffalo. Hey. <laughs> 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 Yeah, the only thing this uh, this week is uh, there's a Popeye for sale on Craigslist. It came up, uh, I think, yesterday. 
595 he's asking, mm. and it's close. And I was going to go today after dinner, but I've, I've got younger kids, and the wife looked at me like, you're not leaving right now. So I'm going to call him tomorrow. He said it was still available. And what do you guys think I should offer? 595 is what he's asking. It looks nice. It's on Buffalo Craigslist if you want to look at it. Uh, out here on the West Coast, it'd have to be in pretty damn nice shape for 595 I mean, honestly. Right? Yeah, yeah. Pop right. okay. Out here, it'd be more like three to 400 unless it's in really nice shape. You know? Yeah, I would have said 350 myself. Yeah, three to 400 yeah. Right That's now. probably what, one of the least favorite of all the Nintendo titles. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Not that it's a crappy game or anything. I just think, you know, compared to, you know, Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Jr., those are far more iconic than, than say, Popeye. Yeah. I have personal memories of it playing at Showbiz Pizza, and then in my 8-year-old and my 3-year-old, I put it on the TV just to gameplay, and they both were just in awe staring at it. So I'm like, man, they're really into this. Maybe I should get this. But I know I'm just gonna go look at it and see. My wife's looking at me. She's like, "What do you think I'm gonna Popeye in Buffalo?" I'm like, "Oh, I gotta get this. I don't know. It, it looks, but the pictures are deceiving. I don't know when I get there. What's what's gonna happen?" And they put in the ad, new T molding. Well, what's that? Twelve bucks? Right. <laughs> I mean, the pictures aren't, you know, high def. I mean, I don't know what it is. But uh, I'm gonna call tomorrow. I'm off tomorrow, so I'll call and see. So, what do you guys think? Four hundred. Three fifty. Let's start yeah. three. Three. start out around two two fifty, personally, but that's yeah. If three is a solid enough cabinet, and if if everything's there, and it, it, I think it depends a little bit if it's a particle cabinet or a plywood cabinet too. I would I would put a little bit more for a plywood cabinet. Yeah. Is yeah. this? I, I missed it. Is it is it an upright or a cocktail? Upright. 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 Okay. If it's not my original. It'll be a uh, particle board. Those are too late to be uh, plywood. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, it could have always been put into a DK cabinet, I guess. Yeah, so. I mean, it could be, but yeah, if it's original Popeye, it'll be a part of the board. I think just about every Popeye I've ever seen has been uh, converted from Donkey Kong Blue, and it's plywood, but yeah. That's what I did for mine, converted plywood. Yep. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's about the only Nintendo game I don't really want or have ever wanted. <laughs> so. It's really fun. I like it. So. I have memories of it playing it though. That's why, and I thought it would look good next to the Donkey Kong. I only, I only got three games, so Donkey Kong Centipede, Punch Out. And I'm like, my daughter even pointed out, oh, that looks just like Donkey Kong. I'm like, yeah, it does. But I have memories, I have personal memories of it. So for most people, it's like, uh, but I'm like, ah, oh, God, I remember playing that. I was never any good at it. But I is that this? Does anybody know? Is that the same pinout as Donkey Kong? Yeah, same game. So I'm almost wondering if it'd be, it'd be cheaper to just buy a PCB off of eBay, swap it out. You could, yeah. Rather than invest in an entire cabinet just for a Popeye. Well, but it's, it's horizontal versus vertical, though. Oh, is so. it? Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah never mind. I think Popeye, the, uh, the power supply is different, too. So, yeah. Well, it's only missing the minus five. You don't need uh, it. Yeah, so it's the, you, can, you can convert a Popeye to... You can't convert a Popeye to Donkey Kong, but you can convert a Donkey Kong to Popeye. Yep. Have you guys seen... Go ahead. Oh, real quick, um, have you guys seen that the uh, the European version of Popeye, the first level, the ladder goes all the way down, and you can go up and down the ladder? Huh. I'll have to like, look that up. I don't know why they got that feature, but we didn't, because it makes the game a lot easier. But I thought that was kind of weird. Huh. Oh, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> 
How, how far away is that game from you? Uh, about ten minutes. Oh, okay. It's not. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I was just uh, over at a local guy here in Minnesota, and he had a immaculate cocktail. Um, that's all original. There's not even any burn on his monitor. Which cocktails is... are always so hard to to get a decent value out of those, though. You know. Yeah. Well. Well, the other thing is that this this guy um, on Clavi's another Pac-Man, and right. um, he used to work for an operator. Like he's he's been in the business for like thirty years, so his entire garage, it just it, it's just a parts factory. He's got boards. It looks like a library full of PCBs. He's always got different games in there. He has another. He has a yellow computer space in there that nice. uh, um, he hasn't finished restoring, but it works. So it's one up from John's, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> He doesn't even he doesn't follow any of that stuff. I was telling him, I'm like, well, you know this guy John Jacobson. Every game that he talks up, the value increases tenfold. So <laughs> right. he's always looking. He doesn't have a job, so he's always looking to make money. So I'm like, dude, you should just start. I would just go into John's restoration thread and just post that you have one. <laughs> yeah, I've seen threads popping up already about iRobot people looking for iRobots. It's yeah, <laughs> it's funny how that works. Um, so Dave, just so you know the. Um, the X City price guide listed at three fifty to five hundred. All right. Collector slash e price. And, and looking at the picks, that looks like a particle board cabinet. So what? Offer three hundred. I wouldn't start any start any higher than three hundred. I mean, you never know yeah. the, the bargaining. Especially if it's only ten minutes away. I mean, off, I'll lowball it and yeah, sell, you know, sell it down. Saying, oh, it needs a cap kit. It needs this. It needs this. And then if yeah. he doesn't take it. Walk away, come back two days later. Yeah, that speaker, more, right? that speaker panel could use a little work on the bottom edge. I can see already. Yeah, yeah I saw. I did see that. I did see that. And the but coin the said they're not great pictures. Coin next right. the bugle on the bottom too. Dude, that's one of the things that sucks about Craigslist though, is that you can't put like super high res images up there. Everything gets dumbed down. Doesn't matter how good the picture is to begin with. What links to stuff though? Yeah, it was, a, uh, it was also a Galaga two days ago, uh, 4:25. I sent an email right away. Got the sorry, already sold. You know, I just I just said, does it have an LCD or uh, you know CRT in it? And he's like, oh, sorry, sold. It was like on there. I'm like, oh my god, a Galaga? Like I was already there. I, I want Galaga. Sure. Unfortunately, like everyone, that's an iconic game for the average yeah. Joe. So those get snatched up quick. Galaga, Miss Pac-Man, they're gone yeah. always. Mm-hmm. I guess well, it depends on the area. Uh, last year, my, a guy was totally cleaning out his uh, collection. He was going into pinball. He had a Tapper, a Spy Hunter, and he sold uh, he had a Miss Pac-Man and a Pac-Man. And I was in Florida with my family. And my cousin's like, he, he's got four games now. And he's like, hey, should I buy these? I'm like, yeah, buy them both. I'll take whatever one you don't want. And uh, so you got a Ms. Pack and a Pack Original. They're in great shape, both for uh, 900 And uh, needless to say, he's he goes, I go, well, which one am I going to get? He goes, well, I already moved him in the basement. I'm going to keep him. But I can't really pitch because I wasn't there to help him. You know, it's like he dragged him in his basement. And I'm like, come on, you got to sell me one. He's going to sell me one eventually. He's like, yeah, yeah, I will, but not now. Four fifty each. And they're, they're decent. Get the multi-pack and then uh, work a trade with them, right? 
He's got a six. He put a sixty and one in the Miz pack. Oh, and that's okay. you know that's his uh his his favorite game's Ladybug. You know that's what's funny with the whole Fet thing. I'm like, why well, you gotta watch some of this stuff? Ladybug, <laughs> love Ladybug. But he's got a centipede too, and his centipede's down, and I have a centipede, and he's like, oh man, my centipede's not working. Like you know, I, I'm new to the whole hobby, so he brought my board, and it did work, and then um. And then I thought my board was having an issue. Then it was just I had to adjust the uh, I don't know vertical or horizontal hold because it was shaking. And I just looked on YouTube, and then someone had the same issue. I went back, and my brother was over, and he's like, "It's perfect." I'm like, "Oh, love this!" But that that's it for me. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see? Uh, hold on a second. Um, so I'm just looking at the Buffalo. Craigslist doing a search for arcade. Yeah, that just came up. Oh, Does man. that not look like a journey, sort of? Yeah. Where's the coin the door on that thing? thing? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it looks like it's home built, but it, it does have that journey kind of slant to it. There's like three guys that, or two or three, my cousin, would, he, he's met the guy with the uh, with the Popeye, and he's we, the Frankensteins, where it's like just different team holding, 16 ones, and he went to his house looking at Donkey Kong Jr. But those are so popular here. It's like crazy team molding, what cabinet, they're just throwing multi-cade on it. I mean, is that on your Craigslist? I mean, I only look at my local area, but that's all over. And, it, and it's like, God, I, I wouldn't want that at all. It's like just whatever they have lying around, they make a 16 one. Yeah. I do that once in a while, just to make some money. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what they sell for. They're asking like you know, six fifty, seven hundred, whatever, sixteen one. It's never really cheap at all. I mean, they, they, some the ones that I sell are often over a thousand dollars. Yeah, now with that uh, four twelve in one board, I noticed that one of the local operators around here, they're starting to sell those, and they're getting yeah, they get like fifteen to two grand for those. Wow. And they look like shit. Yeah. yeah, the the retail guys here that sell them, they're asking twenty four ninety five is what they ask for a sixteen one. Yeah. <laughs> and it's got an L C D in it, of course. Uh yeah, they do. I, I usually don't put L C Ds in it, but the last time I was there he had two cocktails that he, and they just look like sin. <laughs> but you know, that's how they make their money. Yeah. Unfortunately. One of the ways at least. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's two guys local to me. They they put chrome T molding. Every time, paint the whole cabinet black, and a 22-inch widescreen LCD, you know, new LED display. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it stretches, for, I mean, for the common person, though, it for the common person, it's it works perfectly, right? Yeah, I guess. It's not for us. I just I, I can't right. I can't handle the stretched mode though. It, it, keep it at four by three at least. As long as they're not destroying, I mean that's yeah, that's what I do. I go to old garage sales and find like old 19 or 21 inch four, uh, four to three monitors, and I put them in if someone wants an LCD monitor. Yeah. Um, but at least as long as they're not destroying, I mean even if it's a crappy cab, I don't mind. But as long as they're not destroying some, you know, something rare or worthwhile. Yeah. And I've bought 16 ones off people just to take the cabinets, threw the guts into another machine, and sold it back to somebody. Yeah, and end up with a you know with a cabinet for basically free. Yeah, those are also good guys. If you're ever looking for monitors, yep, there is guys that, are, guys that are selling them with LCDs 
contact them and ask them if they have yeah. monitors because yeah, a lot of them go for like twenty five bucks near me. Yeah, all the time. a lot of times oh, they, they're yeah. they're free because they just they don't want to pay recycling fees or whatever, yeah. and they don't know how to deal with them. They don't want to get electrocuted. They just like yeah, yeah. get them off our hands. Even yep. even the operator, the local operator, you walk into their like retail space. And they've got monitors laying all over the place on the floor, everywhere. They're just piled all over the place, and uh, they don't want anything to do with them. A lot of them. Right. But they're also kind of tough to haggle with a lot of times. A lot of times there's stuff that you see in their warehouse, and you show any sign of interest, like, nah, I don't think we're selling that. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> Yeah. Well, that was like when I went to Todd Tucky's, I was hoping that I could grab something from him, but he didn't even want to basically show me hardly anything. I don't get that, yeah. And I, I mean, I wasn't wanting to buy a whole game. I just wanted to buy, like, something <laughs> that I could have in my place to say, hey, that was from Todd Tucky. Well, I was in I was in this the way-back storage warehouse of this operator's place, and I think it was the son of the owner. And he was showing me around every nook and cranny, and I noticed way in the back, up on a shelf, on a on a second level, is a Kickman. And I asked him about it. I'm like, um, I didn't even know the condition or anything. And I, and I, you know, just started asking questions about it. He's like, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't think my dad wants to sell that one. And it's like, What the hell? Do you guys not want to make any money? I mean, this right. thing looks like it hasn't been touched for who knows how long. Yeah, it's been on a shelf for 15 does. years or 20 yeah. years. Right? I just don't get that shit. Uh, we were having the same conversation. <laughs> Look out! <Whoa. laughs> You're cut off. The party has started. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we, were, we were having the same conversation about classic cars. Nice. <laughs> there, there'll be guys who have you know awesome cars sitting in their, in their yard, and you ask them to buy it like 15 years ago, and they they don't know I'm going to fix that one day, and 15 years later the thing's got no metal left on it. Yeah. And, and yeah. they'll sell it for 500 bucks because uh, you know uh, pile of shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it drives you crazy, but what can you do? They own it. Yep. Is that the uh, yeah. the way people think they're worth a fortune? Or they're worth nothing. Like, oh, just fifty bucks, get out of here. Or no, this is a thousand. Like that uh, pole position. I'm still trying. I keep sending emails. I, the Craigslist ad's still up there, and I'm not getting a response because they want a thousand bucks. Well, and there's also people out there that just waste your time. I just, they're just time wasters. Right. You know? and that, and I'll, I'll bet that pole position cockpit stays up there for a long time. <laughs> I mean, it's that's two and a half hours away. It's not like a, it's not like the Popeye where it's ten minutes. Well, yeah, you you can't throw that in the back of your Honda Accord either. Well, how much they ask them for that cock pole? Well, they're that's what I mean by machine. I love my cock pole, by the way. I, I, that's I, gonna I, be the name of my uh, my multi game right there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's going to be someone's name in the chat uh, on the IRC. <laughs> yeah. it, it definitely needs to be in the description for this oh, episode. There you go. <laughs> yeah, and we'll get taken down again. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It, that's is a, that what happened, uh, Brad? Uh, they never ever they never told me what happened. They just mm. I just said what the hell. Yeah. And, like um, an Asian thing, you know. 
No, I don't know what it was. They just, they just, they didn't even send me a warning. I've never received a warning. So, like, for them to take it down and not just remove a video, it has to be either a re- repeated error, like a repeated offense, or it has to be severe enough that um, it warrants just banning the channel. And the severe, the only thing that they said it was severe enough was pornography. And then I went, then later on, I was like, wait a second, we have pornography in the description. Right in the... <laughs> and so it probably just got automatically flagged by the system, and they didn't want to go through five and a half hours of video to see, and so they probably just took me down. Hmm. Yeah. I think, I think uh, cockpole should be the safe word for tonight's episode. <laughs> we need to regroup, just say cockpole. <laughs> we'll, we'll just spell it C-O-C-P-O-L. Mm-hmm. If you have a one word, I don't think you'll get flagged. I, I, I got mine word, so. probably well just before California Extreme, and uh, that's that's why I named it my cockpole. <laughs> 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 and I, 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 I I'm eagerly awaiting the uh, you know expansion kit, Adam. <laughs> wink, wink. So, uh, well, how much is it, by the way, Dave? I offered four twenty-five, and he said he was selling it for somebody else, and he had to uh, see. And I, I don't know if I, I put is the it link. working or they, he says it's working, but the pictures are horrible. I mean, I don't know if it's what it is. I, I said for I, mean, I emailed him yesterday and said, hey, I'm still interested. You know, yeah, I, I'd like to come see it. I mean, two and a half hours away though. That's that's a lot for me. I don't know what you guys yeah. drive means. You know, everything I've got has been local. I mean, the most and, and, except uh, I drove an hour to get a, uh, a, a Play Choice empty cabinet, which I'm going to hopefully move the, the beat up punch out cabinet and the empty Play Choice cabinet. And this guy, uh, he had a whole basement of games, and he wasn't even living there. They moved to a new house. I just sent him an email or a text, I still had his phone number. I said, hey, are you going to own any games? He goes, yeah, in September. So uh, what are you interested in? I'm like, uh, your asteroids, your space tools, Star Wars, whatever you want to get unload. And uh, he used to be a club. He had pole position empty cabinets in his garage. I mean, I got the whole, and they took me downstairs. But he wasn't even living at the house. They moved to another house with him and his family, and they were in the process of selling this one. But a super cool guy. Um, I can't remember his name. <laughs> well, you know, at this point, I, I, I'd suggest, you know, the, the cabinet condition is the biggest. I, I wouldn't worry so much about anything else except for the cabinet. They're just such, you know, who wants to deal with all that mess? <laughs> I can't, right? I can't get that, uh, that pole position in my Honda Odyssey, can I? No. Mm. If I lay it down? I mean, I don't know the dimensions offhand. If, could I actually? It's, it's huge. I, I, could, I put punch that laying down. Long, I'd say. What's up? It's about two feet wide and six feet long, maybe somewhere on there. I'd say maybe three and a half feet tall, maybe somewhere on there. I oh, guess. Because I, I, I put the whole punch out. In fact, when I picked up the empty Play Choice cabinet from this guy an hour away, he's like, "What kind of?" You know, I took the, the second row of seats out. The Odyssey's huge. You know, and, and uh. It fit the whole thing in there. It was beautiful. So I could probably fit the punch out in there, in there, right? Maybe. The pole position? Yeah. Yeah. If I laid it down. Maybe so. Yeah. The, the, you know, it, 
I'd, I'd say, you know, at that price, if the if the cabinet's 8 or 9 out of 10 condition, it's non-working, monitor's bad, it's still worth it, in my opinion. I paid more than double that for mine in trade value, of course, wink, wink. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, my, my cabinet's more like 7, maybe 8 out of 10 condition. But what a it's pile all of shit. how you value it. You know, I, I love being able to sit down in the environmental machine. So, what's that, Jimbo? You, you've I, got I, an environmental pole position. Holy shit! Yes, I do. I <laughs> it's amazing. Well, Can you stand? Surround that? sound. You sit inside it. Oh, you can't stand. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm sure. I'm kneel. surprised someone hasn't built something like that where it's like an upright pole position. They just put a back <laughs> on it. Yeah. You walk into it. <laughs> uh, man, I shake the whole damn machine though when I'm going on them turns. I'm a, I'm a big guy, man. I feel that whole machine shaking. <laughs> it's all good though. Love it. Nice. <laughs> I gotta pee on my grass. You guys keep there talking. You, know. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pass. What a great segue. Grass <laughs> <laughs> pee. Russ wants to top cut if he keeps doing that. So who's next? Uh, Dave's supposed to pick. Oh, yeah, that's right. Can he just yell something out while he's pissing? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is Jack in there? Yep. All right. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do a quick one. So, well, that's uh, a good speaker he's got there. The last, the last time I talked... Uh, there's a local pizza place that had the sit-down cruising that oh, yeah. um, kept having the monitor problems. I, I really wish we could have got it working, but it, it just he he's just fed up with it. So so I, I convinced him to buy a 32-inch LCD, right? Because I've seen on Kelby uh, a guy shoehorned a 32-inch. You got to trim the sides of the Insignia 32-inch LCD, set it to 4 by 3 aspect, and it's almost identical to a 25-inch. 4 by 3 So I trimmed the sides. It was pretty sketchy, to be honest. It's really difficult. I, I took a lot of pictures. I'll post it when I'm completely done. But shoehorned the freaking thing in there. Uh, not two days ago, Sunday, but the Sunday before that. Get it in there. Turn it on. The left third of the screen totally cracked. Destroyed oh, the monitor. Destroyed oh, the freaking uh... monitor. <laughs> And he, no. he paid like 140 bucks for the thing. So I just told him, I'm like, ah, man, you know, I, I feel really about the, about this. You know, it's been the never-ending nightmare. It's been like six months trying to get this damn machine working. I'll get you one set up. I'm going to go, but I have to go 29-inch, so that's the next size down. So that should be arriving tomorrow or the next day. LCD but, again? Yeah, yeah. I got the converter, the CGA to VGA converter. We, we uh, tested it outside of the cabinet before I modified it. It looked awesome. It really did. It, you know, for, for that type of game in the medium res, it, it does look really good. But as soon as I trim the, the bezel, the outside, left and right side of the TV screen, it's so close to the actual LCD. I mean, I, I barely got it to trim. But then trying to freaking cram that damn thing into the cabinet. No way. I, I would never recommend that to anybody else. I know that guys have done it, but I, I would not do that. If they made it like a 30-inch or a 31-inch, okay. 
But otherwise, 29 inches is your max size. You can go into a cabinet like that. Gotcha. So, this time next week, hopefully, we'll be all done. <laughs> yeah, and so. you, you got to wonder for like, the guys that actually managed to get a 32-inch in there. It's like it's got to be so tight against the side of the cabinet. Seriously. If they, if they move the cabinet, they're, they're likely to crack. I mean, I was seriously like an eighth inch away from the edge of the, the, I don't know if it's glass or plexiglass, the face of the actual LCD. Yeah. It was like maybe an eighth inch on each side. And the, the guy on Clov, uh, he did it on, a, I think, a super off-road or something like that. It, 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 same cabinet but it's and, and medium res, but it's an off-road version. He, he showed it, but... <laughs> On his case, he had a plastic bezel and plastic back case of the of the TV, and but the insignia I got was metal on the back wow. case, so way more difficult. Right. Not worth it. Not worth the trouble and effort. Just lose the inch in height, and not have to modify it. Or just get you know, find try to find another true correct monitor. Rather than. Um... Uh, trying to trim the case, couldn't you just decase it? You you can't because uh, the case contains the the mounting brackets or the 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 mounting studs that are on the back of the the TV, right? And the the internal like power supply and stuff. So there, there's really not a way to do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Like, the face can pop off, which is like a plastic surround, but the back on mine, it couldn't do that. So, I'm so ready to be done with that freaking thing. There's a black cloud over me for six months now, but he, he understands that the owner of the pizza place, so it, it, it's all good. He, he basically told me, he's like, well, you know what? I noticed you're paying for this out of your own pocket, you know, just consider it free pizza for a while. So <laughs> bonus. <laughs> yep, it's all good. Learning experience. So. So all right. So who's next? Uh, let's see. Mock, you got anything new? Uh, actually, I do have a little thing. Um, I saw a Pac-Man light. Yeah. Did you see that on Facebook? I did. I did. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it real quick. Uh, okay, so hold on a sec. Trying to break anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or spill anything. Uh, a pin came out of my shelf, and a bunch of my glasses just fell on the floor and oh, shattered. So. Oh, that's not good. I'm a little bummed. Oh, well. Uh, okay, hold on a sec. Let's get some decent. Get some music going on here. Okay. So basically, I don't know if you guys can see that. Dance party. <laughs> booch, booch, so booch. It, it just it beats with the music. Let me get some music on here. Gorillas. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Easier. <laughs> So, Mark, I, I don't even know. Are, are you a, are you a single guy or are you married? Kids? <laughs> I'm married with a kid who's grown up. And All right. He's uh gonna be 19 soon. So. Oh boy. Yeah. So we just recently moved, and I'm just starting my arcade. So. 
Sweet. This is just uh, really early, early. I only have uh, a MAME cabinet and two pinball tables. Well, one pinball table and another one I'm just holding for a friend. So. Nice. But, yeah, so that's basically it for me. Just a uh, Pac-Man uh, party light and broken glasses is all I got. <laughs> <laughs> and that's something. And that's something. Yeah. <laughs> and I have bare feet, so I'll probably get glass in my feet later, but I'll let you know. <laughs> So, oh, so let's pass it to somebody. Um, let's see, did Orange already go? Yep. Okay, you're the first. Um, how about Jim? Oh, uh, boy. Oh, yeah. So last week, um, another epic uh, failure during the show. My um, Marvel Madness monitor, ten, about ten and a half minutes through, decided to take a big shit. <laughs> and I, I turn around, and the monitor's just black. The game's playing blind. Ugh. Um, I actually have... For the last uh, three days in a row, I've done um, hang, Google, uh, Google Hangout with Buffett, <laughs> and um, so I, I pulled the chassis. Actually, I've got it right down here. And um, first thing, I, I go through and test all the usual suspects, and my hot is gone, and so is resistor 103. Everything else checks out. Well, my f fuse blew too. Um, so I replace the fuse, replace the hot, replace the resistor, throw it back in there, no high voltage, nothing. Pull it out, hot's gone again, so is resistor 103. And unfortunately, I don't have extras of these parts, so it's a waiting game for those to arrive. They show up, and um, at this point, the only thing I haven't replaced is the flyback, or, or at least tried. Everything else tests, tests fine. So... So I threw my old flight back in there, the one that I had actually swapped out, and it's got, um, I don't know if you can see this, but it has the black knobs, so it wasn't like the really old shitty ones that had the white knobs on it. So I threw that back in there, threw a new hot, threw that resistor in there, because uh, my local guy, another Pac-Man, had um, an extra resistor. So threw that in there, fired it up, I get high voltage, yes, great. But I get no picture, so I'm looking through the flowchart and I test my B plus, and it's reading super high. So, according to the flowchart, I lifted a leg on diode D10, and that's supposed to bypass the horror or the HV shutdown, and possibly give you a picture. So I turn around, and uh, I've got a picture again. I'm like, fantastic. So I actually see something on my monitor. Um, and that leads to a bad voltage regulator. And I tested everything else. Um, I pulled the volta voltage regulator out, tested it again, and when I threw this other flyback in there, it must have taken out the voltage regulator because it was, it was reading the short. So I've got a voltage regulator on its way, and I'm hoping that will fix the problem. I've also ordered another um, hot from Buffett, and a couple other parts just to have on hand, but I'm hoping next week I'll have it back up and running 100%. Like I said, I, I get a picture right now, but obviously with high B+, everything's just like blowing up huge, but um, making progress, but it, you know, such a pain in the ass, because on this show, not my red tent has taken, the CPU took a crap, and now my Marvel Madness <laughs> has taken a crap. So I'm not never going to have any more games in frame here, <laughs> to make sure you don't off. move your eyes. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, yeah. But um, other than that, uh, I've been playing a shit ton of Eyes again, and I've gotten a lot better at the game. I've learned a few things, a few um, uh, observations, um, some new methods that I've um, just kind of come across or, or developed. But, um, like, up until... So, like, last week, my, my highest score on the game ever was 348,000. Wow. And I got to the seventh level there. I've never been past that. And last week, like, I don't know, Wednesday or Thursday, I was playing it. And I, it was, like, one of those, like, breakthrough games where something just clicks. And I, I played a two-player game because I was like, why am I just doing one-player games? I'm just going to play more and more games, so I'll just do a two-player and both games, I got to the eighth level, and I got um, 430,000. No, 429,000 in one game, and the other 436. So I, I figured out um, like a really good pattern for the fifth and sixth level that um, I can almost make it through both levels without dying most of the time. And um, and then once you get to the eighth level, the enemies and the and the dots. Um, add up to a lot of points that basically if you make it to the eighth level you'll you'll you should be able to get at least 400 plus thousand points but um, yeah it was pretty crazy so now like I can almost always make it to the seventh level so what kind of scores do the the fun spot guys get you know as high scores well you, according to three up there Fuck no. <laughs> I'm not even close, dude. Like, uh, like my highest game is 436,000, right? Um, they're in the millions of points. They're wow. like, uh, I think the Twin Galaxies high score is like 20 million. Jeez. <laughs> but I, again, I don't know what the what the circumstances are, what the settings are. I haven't checked Arcade, though. But, um, I mean, people say, you know, once you develop a pattern or you get to the eighth level... Uh, your score goes up exponentially, and I can kind of see where that goes, but um, because by that point the enemies are giving you what is it like 800 points a, a piece, so I mean you don't have to necessarily just go after the dots. You could just sit at the bottom and shoot enemies all day, but the dots at that point too are like uh, what is it 4,000 points a piece. So like the if you can get to like the eighth level, everything it ha like adds up so fast. Wow. But um, you know, I, at this point, I can usually up until up until last week, I would lose all my lives on the sixth stage. And if I got to the seventh stage, I'd have maybe one life. Now I can get to the seventh stage and get and have three or four lives, but I still lose. I haven't figured out a good strategy for the seventh level yet. But, so uh, my, myself, you know, when I try to play a game, I like Tutankham, for example, uh, you know, I've watched a little bit of YouTube to see what kind of strategies, but I, I, I try not, personally. I, yeah, do, do I'm the same way. No, yeah. not at all. In fact, there's not even uh, there's not even strategy videos of eyes on YouTube. Okay. I mean, my video is about the only like introduction that has commentary. There's gameplay videos, but it's just like people playing in MAME. Okay. Um, but the um, but I'm glad because like I'm the same way as you. Like I just like to discover s stuff on my own. Like yeah. the whole pattern that I kind of came up with is just a fluke thing. It's just like me like experimenting. 
And then um, I realized, like, one one night I was like, I I need to study, like, where the enemies spawn. And so I figured out, exact, you know, like, okay, they on every stage they spawn in, like, the same four spots and the fifth guy is on the top. And I started counting seconds after I'd shoot one how long it would take before they would spawn again. And it's almost, it's like five slow seconds. Huh. And so I figured, okay, well, if I shoot this guy over here, I've got five long seconds where I can just blast through that side and get those dots before I have to worry about running into a guy. Because after a while, you forget which guy you shot, even though they spawn in the same spots. If you, you, know, if you shoot the guy in the lower right, he's going to respawn in the lower right. And so I'll, I was like, well, this is stupid. I'll just like count the seconds. That way I know I'm safe. And uh, so that helps. And um, I also realized that I was following an inner pattern. Like, I wasn't going on the outside edges. And I was like, well, it's stupid. If I, use, if I go through this way I, and I don't have to kill any of the enemies, well, then I know where all the enemies are, and I can just go on the outside edge. And basically, um, I basically start by going up the middle. I hit the top. And then I just make circles until I get further and further inside. And that way, I don't have to kill any of the enemies, and I know where they all are. And so they just keep following you. You can kind of control them a little bit. But once I get to uh, level 7, I'm fucked. So, you know. That that sounds kind of similar to Burger Time, the way you would do Burger Time. Oh, really? You just get them to follow you. You get them to follow you. Keep going kind of around in the circle and get them to follow you. Yeah, because if you... If you can like clump them together and get them to follow you, it takes it's obvious you know it's like physics or whatever. It's going to take their shot longer to reach you. So if you stay on the outside edges and then work your way in for the last few dots, you're pretty golden. So I was going to do another gameplay video tonight, but uh, being that there was an actual show for a change, I was like, well, I'll save I'll save that for maybe next week. So they, they, they actually, uh, Steve got one at Grinkers, right? And yeah, I, yeah. I'm hoping that's in the tournament. Well, you, either way, I, you know, I'll look forward to watching you do some gameplay there. So, <laughs> I, cool. You know, I, I feel like I can get to the eighth level like once every three or four games now. And where last week is like I can get to the seventh level like one or three, three or four games. You know, I don't know if you guys have that, like where you're playing a game and you just have like a, like a revelation, you're like everything just like makes sense. But it was like I just I was like holy fuck! I, and my wife's like, what are you? What's going on in there? <laughs> yeah, it's a trip watching people who have skills at a game and just sit there and watch. You know, Grinkers last year for me was uh, a buddy of mine lives like a block away. Dan, he goes by a P eighteen ninety nine M. Oh yeah, man, at, at Burger Time, the dude just kicks ass. He was he had like four or five hundred thousand on that game. Good God! I'm just walking, I'm like, how in the hell, you know? And just watching how he he slows it down and gets the guys to follow him around. And I'm like, wow! And I, I never really thought about that, you know? I'm always just like, quickly drop the burgers and get to the next level, you know? Oh yeah! But just training the guys to follow you around, you know? It, it, it's it's really cool watching techniques like that. Yeah, so, and, it it and, like. It was crazy because I was um, so concerned with, you know, as I'm going along, shoot the enemies before they get you and so that, you know, you don't get killed. And then, like, I was, I was playing, like, 
the second or third level, and I realized, holy shit, I can survive a long time without having to kill an enemy, and they don't even give you that many points. And then I was like, well, this is great because I know where they all are. I don't have to worry about one respawning and shooting me, like, point blank. And so it was like a completely different strategy. But... You know, people on on Clav though, they'll they'll respond to my thread like where I'll be posting high scores, and and they're like, well, just you know, it's it's too bad because once you you get good enough this, at this game, you know, and you know you roll at a million points, um, you know, it's just uh, all patterns from there. I'm like, fuck, a million points? Right. I'm I'm happy with four hundred thousand, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Cool. Whatever. Yeah. It's so much more fun than Pac-Man or Miss Pac-Man, though. Like I, I'm playing that game like daily now. Awesome. I haven't I haven't had a game like that for a very long time. Even Marvel Madness. Like I was uh, ecstatic when uh, when I finished that game, and uh, I'll play that game like once a week, and but I'll play Eyes every day. I just thought Eyes is in the 96 and one pack kit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Damn it! My Pac-Man's out in the storage container. Otherwise, I'd fire it up. It's I don't know what it is. Maybe it could just be the fire button. I don't know. Shooting stuff's more rewarding than eating. <laughs> but uh, I don't know what it is. But it, and the sounds, it's it's so simple, but I but it's so addicting. Well, also it's cool that you can shoot dots that are like far away, like in the corner. You don't have to go all the way up there right. to get it. You just go around the corner, shoot it real quick, and then go back. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that you can kill the enemies, but they can kill you. Like it, it, it is an uphill battle because the enemies shoot through the dots, where you have to shoot the dots first. So like yeah. if there's three dots bet- between you and the enemy, you have to shoot the dots before your shot will hit the enemy. That's true. Yeah. But. And then it gets stupid hard, like they get stupid smart, like after the fourth, like right, right around the, like the fourth stage is when they start getting smart. Where as soon as they make any, you know, if they bend a corner, as soon as you're in line of vision, they they're firing. Yep. But that's where the game starts getting hard. Yeah, it's it's like on level like six and seven, uh, well, especially seven, it's hard to escape the bottom, like if. Because I, I like to clear the bottom first and then move to, like, just the bottom uh, column. Yeah. And then and then go straight up. And it gets really tough to escape that. Because m- my normal route doesn't work on that stage because they're moving too fast. It sounds like you have to do another uh, updated video. Because last time I think you got up to, like, six or something. Yeah, and I had, I think, a 260,000 point game, which sucks. Like I said, I was going to do one tonight, but with limited where we're only probably going to go until for another hour. I was yeah. like, I'll do one next week if there's no show, which yeah. there are no Arcade Outsiders, which, you know, lately that's a pretty good percentage. <laughs> You're right. <of> chance. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be sure to uh, uh, mute the, the sound so that it doesn't overtake everyone. <laughs> People can, can still talk. Yeah. Guilty. <laughs> Apparently, Steve was trying to get in, uh, but he couldn't. But um, space. Adam. Now? Adam just left us, so he might be able to try to get in here. Sweet. I gotta get another beer. Uh, oh, um, I will turn. Actually, hold on a second, because I uh, I want to listen to 
I don't want to miss any of uh, Andrew's spotlight. I'll, I'll turn it over to him. Crafty Mac's getting ready to bow out, too, so we need to get to him quick, too. Yeah, okay, actually, uh, let's, let's see Crafty next. <laughs> Yo. But you got to wait, Crafty, because Jim's got to come back. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I've had a fun week. <laughs> My mom's visiting, so... Been a fun week with mom. Yeah, I can, I can hear that in your voice. Yeah, <laughs> you sound excited. No, it's been fun, but you know, you know how it is. So is that is this your mom or uh, or your wife's mom? This is mine. Yeah. So yeah, but I've managed to steal away to the basement here uh, after you know after like nine o'clock every night and get some work done. Uh, Jimbo will be coming. Well, when he comes back, he can join in. But <laughs> um, I've been fighting with this uh, with a 25-inch monitor in my Mortal Kombat 2 um, because it started giving me some weird like flashes uh, earlier in the week, like red flashes. And um, so I, you know, I was kind of PMing with Buffett, and uh, he was suggesting uh, to test it out, uh, test the tube out, which we happen to have. Me and Andrew have the Sencore seventy-seven hundred. Is that it? Seven thousand. Seven thousand. That's right. So it's like this great uh, rejuve uh, and tester. So I'm hopefully going to hook it up to the tube just to check the tube out. Um, but just to see, uh, earlier today I, I just reflowed. Uh, color transistors on the neckboard, and I've been running it out for, oh, I don't know, off and on like two or three hours tonight, and I haven't seen those flashes since, and they were pretty frequent before, like every once every ten minutes or so I'd get this weird red flash where you can see the retrace lines, or sometimes it was a blue flash where I could see the retrace lines, and everything I found online, talking to Buffett, pointing to the guns, uh, the, the, the RGB guns in the tube, so... Um, but it could also be, from what I've read, some other people, uh, different monitors talking about, not the K7000 series, but um, that it might be a transistor. So I just refloat them just to see, and so far so good. So, you know, it'll probably do that just fine for, like, the next two weeks, and then it'll start flashing again because it's really the tube and not the transistors. But we'll see. I, but until I get that Sencor uh, just to test it, I won't know for sure. So... That'll probably be uh, maybe not this weekend, but the next. It might be a couple weeks, but in the meantime, I uh, tonight listening to AO. I got my uh, marquee light and uh, marquee and everything installed, so I got that done. So I'm happy on MK2 is almost done, and it looks like tomorrow I uh, or next day I'll be getting a uh, Tempest with uh, that need that needs to be rebuilt. The HV needs to be rebuilt on it. The monitor's not working, but everything else is so. That's awesome. So you decided to go ahead and pull the trigger on that one? Yeah, yeah. I just figured uh, the price is right, and, and I've seen it in person, um, and it looks it's nice. It's definitely above average. Uh, it's an early version of the of the, of the or an early re earlier release of it. So, um, so I said, yeah, I've, I've always wanted a vector game, so that'll be my first vector game and my first vector project at the same time. So that should be fun. Sweet. Uh, yeah, your first vector game. You can start off by rebuilding the monitor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that that that'll be cool. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, really not that bad to rebuild, though. Yeah, that's that's what you were saying. So I'm hoping that's true. Um, I've got a 
I'm gonna I'll have to I'll have to kind of stare at it and admire it for a while because I've still got that DK uh, that I've got to really do a lot of body work on and get that guy going. That's kind of my next project. So. Right. Well, hopefully you won't have the same issues I had with my K7000 chassis. I forgot to mention this, but uh, I I hadn't replaced the hot when I did the cap kit on this thing, and oh. um, just the flyback in the in the caps. So when the hot blew, I was like, okay. Two of the three traces to the hot, uh, the not the traces, but the solder pads were completely gone, and then oh, wow. um, and then and one for the flyback. So I've never spent more time putting the hot in here because what I had to do is clip the the leads on on the hot like halfways down, like uh, well you won't be able to see it here, but basically I had to solder wire onto it so that I could jumper. All of the all of the leads further up the trace, and and then here's the one for the flyback. Wow! Oh, so it's yeah. just a big pain in the ass. I had to thread wire through the chassis. It just looks like a fucking cluster, you know. Fuck up. Still, that looks pretty fun. Um, yeah, hopefully. Uh... I mean, I was like triple checking stuff. I'm like, okay, this better work because this, this is gonna be a pain in the ass. And then, um, and then that that hot and the resistor blew again before I replaced the flyback. So I had to do it all over one more time. <laughs> Well, practice makes perfect, I guess, right? Yeah, all right. Third, time, third time's a charm. I'm just glad the shit works, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm talking to Buffett, and I'm like, dude, is, does this look right? I mean, I mean, it tests fine on my multimeter, and thank God for Buffett. I mean, he, he's like, yeah, let's do a hangout right now. It's one in the morning. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That, that guy's yeah. sleep schedule is even crazier than mine. <laughs> I'm kind of at that stage uh, this week. I'm I'm kind of at the um, I just want shit to work stage, <laughs> you know, because uh, just been it's been a long week, so I've been for various reasons. So I'm like, just shit, just work. Is that too much to ask? You know? <laughs> yeah. No, no kidding, dude. I, I don't you know. It's like something's always got to be down. It seems like. Yeah, I was getting used to having these like daily sessions with Buffett. <laughs> it was funny, like, I, like I'm testing the voltage regulator because that's where all the flow charts and everything point to, and um, and I'm and I'm talking to Buffett as I'm doing it. I'm like, yes, this says that the voltage regulator is bad. I mean, it's like good news to find out the part is bad, just because <laughs> like, okay, the chances are this might be fixed. Yeah, it's uh. It's the, the roughest thing is when you're testing things and it's not like a two-way street. Like, well, if it doesn't do this, that means um, it's it's not it's not this, but it doesn't mean that the opposite is true. Right. So like it could be it could be a thousand different other things, but at least it's not this one thing. So now I just got to test the other nine hundred ninety-nine. Well, when it gets to the point where people are like. Look for broken traces and hairline cracks. That's when I start getting a little skeptical. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I can never find like like I don't have the equipment like you know to to really identify that stuff. Every time people are like, look for a broken trace, it's like where do I start and what do I do? You know, I don't have a magnifying glass as big. Yeah. Make time a, to um, one. Make like a new chassis, but four times scale. You know, right. just like. <laughs> or when people are like, uh, "You have a cracked board, but you can fix it." 
Uh, if you just jumper all 97 of those, you know, connections, that's usually when I buy a new chassis. Yeah. Yeah, I have a 4900 that kind of looks like that. It has about 20 jumpers on the back. Well, especially with, um, actually, if, if I hadn't made any progress with this, I was almost tempted to buy another chassis because between... Um, Buffett and another Pac-Man who's got a gazillion K7000 chassis. These parts are not that cheap. Like a HOD is like 5 to 10 bucks. Uh, these resistors are a couple bucks a piece. A flyback's 25 bucks. Before you know it, you're in the upwards ballpark of, you know, 50 to 100 bucks. And a new chassis is, what, 100 bucks? So it's like at what point do you decide to throw in the towel? But for me, oh, that's, that's the worst thing. I, I absolutely hate giving up, though, like, and not solving something. To me, that's the worst. It's it's not it's not the money as much as it is like the defeat. It's like there's more. Like I'd much rather fix something. There's more gratification. Oh, Buffett, just those pictures he posted in chat look really nice. Yeah, yeah, that's what I did to bring a forty nine hundred back, and there's also holy there's also 15 jumpers on the Jeez. neck board. That's just the main chassis. I did a neck board with 15 jumpers, too. You were right, Buffett, when you said that you've seen far worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did it. Holy that, that, was, that was my question yesterday. We were talking, me and Buffett, and I'm like, "Does I mean, I, I did this. Does this look okay? It looks ugly as fuck. And he's like, are you kidding me? I've seen far worse than that. <laughs> There comes a point when you got to walk that chassis out in the backyard and tell it to look at the sunset and then hit it with a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> That's never happened to me. I'm just saying that, you know. Um, there are some old chassis I, I would have some gratification with doing that. Especially in my early days where I didn't know any better. I probably could have fixed it now. But uh, my soldering skills sucked balls. <laughs> Melting the solder and dripping it onto the chassis. Somebody go get the link that I just posted in chat. Somebody go pick that up. Yeah, I'll be sure to get right on that. Wow. <laughs> that? Is, is that a computer space? <laughs> <laughs> it's an ATM that's been turned into a main Seriously. cab. <laughs> so if you get the high score, do you get money? <laughs> That would be sweet. <laughs> I like that it has a dollar bill validator. Yeah, that's right. That's a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Except it, it takes money. It doesn't give it out. Yeah. I tried to get Andrew to go get it, but he never he never responded to my taunts. I've just been busy. Yeah. Hey, they're only <laughs> asking 50 bucks. Yeah, 50 bucks, you know. It looks like it's got a trackball, or I don't know what that is. But. It's got a full keyboard with a trackball <laughs> and two buttons. Yeah. It looks like something at like the science museum where you would navigate like a map of the place. <laughs> or or I'd be like, click here for more information. Oh, a kiosk. A yeah, kiosk. Yeah. Five or six. But the guy says he builds no, computers for a living, a so. That's not me. My dad's a little tipsy. I think that would be that's Shane. <laughs> okay. 
Is that Shane? I gotta take off early because I gotta take my mom to the airport tomorrow. So I've heard that a thousand times. (laughs) No, I haven't. True story. The the mom excuse. All right, later, Crafty. Later, 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 man. So before we pick somebody new. Um, I did, I forgot one more. I always seem to forget things. I actually picked up some of these things. You, you guys see the thread on Clav about this stuff? No. What is that? They're, they're, tin, they're tin signs. Oh, those are awesome. Where'd you get them? From uh, Hobby Lobby. I went down to the States to Hobby Lobby. Oh, those are sweet. They're, yeah, they're, they're, t- they're tin. I want some. Like, it's all like tin signs. Most of them are crap, but... Those are pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh man, those are cool. Sorry, and I'll try it again. There's the asteroids. Right. How much? How much are they? Well, they were last week. Um, they had a sale, so all their uh, what they call it? I don't think it was man cave sale or something, but it was all their men's kind of uh, decor and stuff. And so all their signs were all fifty percent off. So the asteroids one is normally. Seventeen ninety nine, so eighteen bucks. So that would have been nine dollars. Uh, this was the same. The Atari was the same. I think they were all the same actually. I bought some other ones too. I I have a classic car too, so I got some like uh, oil ones and stuff. I mean, they are what they are. Yeah, they're cheap metal signs, but hey, they're pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hobby Lobby's were the uh, the arcade arrowy signs. Oh yeah. All okay. the guys have. They're they're opening up uh, a Hobby Lobby here in San Marcos real soon, so I'm looking forward to checking it out. It's be pretty awesome. They, they do have a huge selection, also of like the man cave rules signs and shit like that too. <laughs> <laughs> they're yeah, really bad. Yeah, I didn't get any of that stuff. I I just picked up um, where I have my car. I have some like posts, so just to cover the posts up, I just got these little these little tiny signs. Like little oil signs. Yeah. They're all like, they ended up being four bucks each. So, not bad. But they have all that kind of, yeah, all that kind of man cavey kind of stuff there. But, yeah, I, I forgot like, I, I picked those up. I don't like signs that say man cave or have man cave rules. And shit. <laughs> rules, yeah, yeah, I hate that. I have issues with that crap. It bugs yeah. me. I hate it too. <laughs> like I said, I, I'm. Because I'm doing a warehouse theme down here too, I'm probably not going to put these down here. So they'll probably just end up going where my car is as well. I'll just put them up on the up on the walls where I have my oil signs or whatever. I'll just put that stuff up there too, probably. I was thinking of just starting up like a barcade and and calling it man cave. You think I'd have a lot of business? <laughs> <laughs> Big old like huge neon LED signs everywhere. Make it out to look like a strip joint. <laughs> Surpri- surprisingly, you'd probably do pretty well. I don't think I'd want to go to a strip joint called Man Cave. Touche, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Andrew. Touché. How about a strip club called Lady Cave? That sounds fucking creepy, too. <laughs> yeah. I'd check like, that like, one. like women with hairy legs and stuff. <laughs> it does not sound clean and neat. <laughs> There just, might be some meaty just, women down there. Just terrible stink. <laughs> my, uh, 
my parents had moved back back here from Texas uh, when I was moving into my new home right here. My mom wanted to give me something to decorate for the arcade room, and she bought me a sign that said, uh, "What happens in the man cave stays in the man cave." I threw it in the garbage. Nice. <laughs> oh, she doesn't watch this, does she? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just uh, I hate that crap. <laughs> no, we see it like you know, in all of our Craigslist searches. Like we see that word so fucking much. It's just oh, it's frustrating. Yeah, they ruined it. <laughs> it's like something kids would put on their treehouse. Man, haters club. You can't do a minus man cave on the Craigslist search because you'll miss out on the game that you need to find, right? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people say that. Perfect for your man cave. Yeah. That. <laughs> but I don't have a man cave. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's something you hear a lot. You hear perfect for your man cave, or it could probably be fixed by a, a fuse. I see that one. <laughs> it doesn't work anymore, but anybody can probably fix it. It's probably just a fuse or something. It used to work. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the fuse that's at fault. Nothing blew the fuse. The fuse just went <laughs> right. bad over time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so did Andrew go yet? Uh, well, no. I, I the thing is, I don't really have much of an update though. Because next week, I see a Shinobi behind you. Is that working? Oh. Yeah, I talked about that uh, last week or a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I might have been gone that day. So that's a... Um, started life as a 10-yard fight, so it's a classic potato cabinet. Yeah. That one will be turned into a quote-unquote dedicated Raston. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> I've got some some fun woodworking projects to do on that one because the bottom edges um, are pretty chewed up. So I'm going to be replacing a lot of the wood on the bottom, and uh, I've also found out that I'm going to have to do probably uh, all custom artwork for it. I did get a control panel overlay from yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did get a control panel overlay from Rich though. He had um, one of the uh, the repros that he's done of that. But nice. yeah, all the artwork. I've got I've got a bezel and I've got actually a couple of marquees, but they they don't fit, and they're not really in the best. So what do you think's the right? What do you think's the right joystick for uh, Raston? It's obviously eight way, probably Wico. Yeah, an eight way Wico would be great. Yeah, um, and actually, I have I do have one. Ah, fuck it, I'm not gonna dig it out. Uh. I do have one uh, that I think I got uh, off of a cabinet that was converted to Black Tiger. Um, but a dude just uh, actually crafty who's now gone. Um, so the the guy that he bought his Donkey Kong that he's going to be restoring soon that had Black Tiger in it when uh, the guy that I know that, that crafty bought it from, uh, and I got the joystick out of it for helping him move it basically. Okay. Um, it's a uh, it's in it's in pretty good shape. It does need uh, one new leaf uh, switch on it, so that's gonna be kind of a bitch. But uh, yeah, no, an A-way Wicco would be great. 
I just wondered if there was like a somewhat of an easy way to repair the eight-way leaf sticks when the freaking tabs break off. I know those things are so stupid flimsy. Yeah, like they made those those uh leaves out of like tin foil. Just yeah, it's it's like it's pinched in between the the plastic or whatever it is. Can you solder it to the opposite side where you know the leaves normally touch? Right. I, I haven't ever tried that. I just get another leaf switch. I mean, yeah. I know there's reproductions, but um, I would check like. Um, uh, like Arcade Boneyard, because that guy has always yeah. got all kinds of shit like that. And the, and you, a lot of this stuff actually is pretty pretty well-priced. I mean, some stuff he doesn't know, like, you know, what he's talking about, but I've gotten stuff off there for relatively cheap. Yeah, he's I think I read, my red tent. a couple of Red Tent parts for him, yeah. Yep. Again, another good place to uh, talk to the guys who are making the 16 ones, because they'll always just take those ones out and put the micro-switches in. Yeah, right. that's a good, good point. point. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so the uh, the Shinobi that's that'll be that'll be a fun project down the line. For now, it's it's I mean everything's working on it, so I'll probably leave it Shinobi for at least until I'm ready to start that project. Uh, then yeah, so the the other one's the shipment. So that's been sitting in Denver. I was telling you guys in the in the. Uh, the AO chat there, but yeah, it's been sitting in Denver now since this weekend. It arrived in Colorado, I think, on Saturday. So, of course, you get the tracking on it, so I've like, been like, tracking the shipment. It like, went up from went from Georgia to Montana. <laughs> Whoa. What a freaking arcade cock tease, you know what I mean? Like, seriously. <laughs> and, then, and then it makes it to Colorado somewhere uh, like in, in uh, eastern Colorado uh, the next day, and then, um, then yeah, then it was in out, just outside of Denver on Saturday, and then in Denver on Sunday, and it's been sitting there ever since. So I've just been waiting for the call uh, to schedule delivery, and then I called them today about midday, and they were saying, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to still have to schedule our Denver deliveries for this week, so we'll give you a call either today or tomorrow, and then they'll deliver it the next and, day. And you're in Denver, right? I am, yeah, like right downtown Denver. Wow. So I got a call today uh, about 5.15, and unfortunately I missed the call, but I, I called them right back, and I guess they want to try and deliver it tomorrow. Sweet. So, Yeah. That'll be. I was hoping uh, it would have been really nice to have it for today. That I could have done like a little unwrapping. <laughs> yeah, one day too late. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe maybe I'll resist the temptation to to rip it apart and save it. You're doing that. something on your VW or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. So, buddy of mine from California. This is totally non arcade related, but like, uh, except it is the arcade. Part. <laughs> you said non arcade related. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so, buddy of mine from uh, actually the best man at my wedding uh, has been out staying with me for the last couple of weeks, and we've been working on like crazy projects around the house. So we laid uh, like a probably a forty foot flagstone path down the side of my house, and then we tore the van apart and took the uh, the pop top off, which I showed you guys a little bit of that last week, and yep. then that. So yes, the the the, the rolling tipping that went. Incredibly well. That's yeah. a new uh, paint method, right? Yeah, 
This is like the uh, you you go on with a foam roller, not a not a nap roller, but like a foam roller, and you use careful not to use too much paint, and then you lay down. You work in real small sections, and they roll it out, and then come back with pretty much a dry paintbrush, and you just kind of with gentle, even pressure along it. You just sort of like brush the kind of inconsistent per perpendicular, of it. right? Uh, you, you want to kind of like go into the same path? Yes, that's the uh, that's the method. So yeah, you kind of want to follow uh, a real consistent grain with it with your strokes. Um, but yeah, the the paint just molds together. It's kind of crazy. Now I think that we 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 did talk about it a little bit in one of the one of the previous videos of uh, will this work for other kinds of paint? Because this is a marine paint. Because um, you know, the the top is fiberglass. So I'm gonna go with it. Probably is not going to work with oil, ba regular oil-based uh, and water-based paints. It might be an interesting experiment, but this marine paint, just the way that it rolls on, it's got a lot of tack to it. I guess it's kind of like an oil paint, like an oil-based paint, the way it feels. Like it's got a drag to it, like when you're working with it. Um, so maybe it could work with oil-based to get a if you're gonna roll something on and want to get a really nice smooth finish on it. But yeah, the top of the van turned out awesome. It looks brand new up there. It's amazing. Did you just paint it white? Uh, yeah. It's, it's the uh, the factory color is white, and I just painted it a, a slight off white, so it's not like bam white. Um, but it's I mean if you look at it, you just be like, yeah, it's white. Cool. So yeah, that worked out great. Then I put a new tent in the van, and actually we're going camping this weekend, so I had I have a shitload of work left to do on getting the rest of the van stuff together, so that's going to be the rest of my week. So then you won't have time to open up that package you receive. Possibility. <laughs> That'll be another video on your channel. Yeah. Right, yeah, I could do the uh, the John thing where I uh, take a video of it like sitting in, the, in the, the back of a truck or something like that. Spend about half an hour talking about how excited you are about it, <laughs> and, and then just end the video. Yeah. On episode two, we will cover the uh, un uncovering of it, right? Right. Yeah. With the iRobot, he even did a Periscope video, a live one. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, so it's unfortunately kind of um, busy doing a shitload of other stuff kind of week, but not a whole lot arcade-related. Um, although, actually, somewhat arcade-related. So the uh, the... the, the I'm doing a, I think I don't know if I mentioned this to you guys, so what I'm putting in here to control the arcade games, to turn them actually on, is a, an Arduino with a um, with a, a, a touchscreen shield over the top of it. Hmm. So you'll be able to like just touch the games that you want to turn on at any given time. Sweet. And then yeah. they'll be able to turn uh, all of them on and then turn all of them off. So, been working, uh, actually the buddy of mine who was out here helping me with all the rest of the stuff, he's He's not a programmer by trade, at least not this this kind of programmer. And, and our program, programming Arduinos is basically C++. So he's kind of learning how to do C++ while he does this project, and then he's going to hand me the, the source code when he's done with it. Um, but yeah, no, he's so he's tackling this as a, a kind of a fun project for himself. It's something he's been working on. So I was getting him uh, sitting down with him and doing a lot of programming chat stuff with him and. Learning a little bit about C++ myself because I, I I have very very little experience with it, but it it reads like almost any other programming language. 
that's arcade related. Yeah, that that brings me back to my old uh, Q Basic days in uh, junior high. Fun <laughs> <laughs> stuff. So, I think Buffett's the only one who hasn't told us what his week is like. Uh, well, actually, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, Buffett. I got a question yeah. for Andrew. So uh, you said you said the Arduino, the program or whatever, you would be able to touch the game you want to play and it would turn on. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna create a little graphic interface for it. It'll have um, icons on it, and then like the yeah, marquees maybe. Sorry, what's that? Like the yeah, marquees. What, yeah, uh, I was gonna ask, what do you touch? Like, what, like. Yeah, it's not that high res. The the screen, um, it's pretty small. Uh, I could, I could probably grab it. I've got I've got one right here. Oh, I'm, I I totally I totally misunderstood what he uh I in my head I was like oh so you touched the arcade cabinet that you want to play <laughs> oh. I was like holy <laughs> fuck that's a mind scrambler <laughs> why just not use a a tablet or your phone Andrew right well, that's what I, I was thinking I, I could and actually that would be probably a lot easier and faster but this is how it started so you could actually uh, doing a capacitive switch would be really really easy. That would be a lot easier than doing this. If you wanted to like do like a little hidden capacitive switch, like on a marquee, you could totally do that. Because I plan on doing the same thing, and I've I've started writing it already. I'm doing it for a tablet or a phone. Yeah. To go to the Arduino wirelessly, and then it just turns on relays, right? Uh, yeah. There's gonna be relays. Uh, two two breakout boxes with relays in them that will yeah. all, all all very low voltage, and then that'll switch the uh, the, the mains. But yeah, that's that's the size of the touch screen. So it's, it's wow. Pretty Wow, I got big hands, but they're, they're pretty small. Well, you are six seven. Let me present you here. Here you go. You know what they say. So, are you going to be embedding that in the wall? Like that's going to be hardwired to everything, or? Uh, it'll be run. Yeah, so it'll be will be hardwired. So it'll be um, but it's all low voltage wires that'll have to run off of off of this guy to it. So it'll be like, I, I think we'll probably end up using either Cat five or Cat six. Because that's super easy and off the shelf, and you got that way. You've got the twisted pairs; you can just run everything off of. Okay. Right. So this screen only runs like 320 by 200. Uh, sorry, 320 by 240. So I can't do full-on marquees because you'd never be able to see them. So I'm just building some custom little icons for it that will be like, um, yeah, like you know. check boxes, like on/off kind of thing. No, no, no. So it'll be like the 720 guy. It'll be like the skateboarder. So it'll be like on-screen graphics. It'll be uh, Hubert will be Hubert, and Donkey Kong will probably be Mario, and like little eight-bit uh, graphics. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Tron will be uh, you know, light cycles or something. I don't know. That's but, actually yeah. a fifteen-inch screen. It's, his hands are just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it would have been uh, it would been very easy to instead uh, you know build this thing as a as a little app or something like that, but. Like I said, it was—it's a project that I'm kind of inheriting from from this dude who just had the idea and wanted to run with it. So I, I'm totally encouraging him to enjoy programming it, and it'll be a fun little project. That sounds cool. That'll be cool, man. Cool, yeah. Let, let me know about it because I'm in the kind of in the middle of making something similar. So. Yeah, no, I, I'd be happy to, to share the source code that he writes. But frankly, again, he's not a programmer. So. Yeah. He's it's the. Uh, it's kind of like a high school pro. It's definitely a little. He bit knows enough to be dangerous. Well, it's going to be a lot more verbose, I think, than it needs to be. Right. I mean, well, it's 
as long as it does the job, right? I mean, it's only internal into your home anyway, so who really cares? Exactly, yeah. And it's, you know, and if I want to refactor it to make it easier for me to deal with, then I will, but I kind of doubt I will because it's like, eh, done is beautiful. You know, I had, a, had an old creative director uh, back when I was doing design work, and that was that was one of his favorite settings. It's like, well, so what do you think, boss? And he's like, ah, done is beautiful. <laughs> Otherwise, it never ends. That's right. Cool. All right, Buffett, I'm sorry. I was going to say, Seabart hasn't gone either, so if he wanted to go first, he's welcome to. Oh, did Chris wake up? I thought he was asleep. I'm awake. Yeah. <laughs> Second cup of coffee, but I'm awake. Oh, he's got clothes on. Okay. I see a track yes, and field marquee. Was that on there last time? No, it was not. That came in the mail Wednesday. Oh, boy. Oh, it's 1 o'clock. It was on my front porch. My God damn it, a day late. But uh, yeah, Marquis in, put it on, and it looks freaking good. Let's try and find my power cord here. Your, your speaker oh. connector there is, is crooked, just letting you know. Yeah, and I, I don't remember seeing that can of pop on your nights on that uh, lampstand, you know. <laughs> that might be a that, I think that's new. That's an upgrade. <laughs> but your speaker oh, yeah. connector is a little crooked. Yeah, yeah, so is that coax, uh, what is that up on the ceiling? There, on yeah, the speaker, there. speaker connector, I think. <laughs> that there? Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, yeah nice. Either that or just tilt your camera, then it'll look straight. Yeah. No then, then your lamp will be slanted, though. You can't have that. No, the, uh, shade, it'll look right. <laughs> Pretty high-res image, too, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I must need another another beer or something. I mean, this is getting really grainy. My eyes are blurry or something. I can't make a, everything out. Unfortunately, I think it looks better off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see the bright. It looks light. like my place. <laughs> so, Seabard, is that is? Do you have other games, or is that your main, the sole game in your collection, or just curious? Oh. Can you not hear us? Wireless mic. I think think he went to sleep. (laughs) End of its rope. Uh, This is riveting. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you now. I don't know what the hell just happened there. That's it. Oh, great. Now you're on the... <laughs> okay, this is really weird because I have the live stream muted and at the same time that you guys cut out, the live stream came on on the other computer. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking house is possessed. Anyway, so the marquee works and looks great. I'm not going to plug it in because apparently bad things happen. I'm going to have to take a good look at that and check for some ghosts in the system there. Might have a little bit of a Skynet issue. Skynet. <laughs> Just because I have Skynet desktops and my thermostat happens to have a, thir- a T400 on it, doesn't mean I'm a bit of a Terminator fan. Oh, Jim, mm-hmm. maybe, yes. Rod, maybe your uh, ghost moved over to him. Maybe, maybe you're cured. Yeah, right. <laughs> my luck's not yeah. that good these days. But That's yeah, a pretty so, nice uh, looking cabinet, but I don't see any trackballs, so what's up with that? Yeah. yeah, there's no trackball on a track and field. There, there, there can be. There, there, there can be, but this one uh, was a 
before the trackballs came in. Like there was no screw holes. There was no giant big hole where a three-inch tra- trackball would fit. It was just right. <laughs> like ten extra bloody holes. I had a patch. Hmm. That took forever. But no, no, that's just a speaker jack. I have surround sound, but the uh, I took them off to paint. But the low voltage bracket rings I was using kind of broke because I guess the screws were just a hair too big when I installed them in the first time. And it just kind of shattered them, so I got to pick up uh, two new ones and the data jack at the bottom of the wall. And the coax feed. But yeah, the uh, the new tube should be in on Friday, maybe Monday. And then the PCB should be back by then as well. So you could have a working game by next show? I'm crossing my fingers and various other appendages. I did, I, did go to the store. <laughs> I did go to the store and I picked up some um, uh, new Lexan for the front of the game because the old stuff was uh, plexi and was already cracking in a few places. So how about your uh, the, the cardboard bezel? You know that thing is like a crazy monster folded upon itself construction, yeah, right? Uh, well, the, the old one was uh, it was pretty ripped up. Uh, yeah. It was beyond repair. Um, did you try the guy, uh, Joey, Joey Cody or something like that? What's his name? Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. It does all the bezels. Yeah. Well, what's that guy? It, it's like Joey, Joe Cody or something like that. I can't Joey, remember his name. Joey Cuda? Yeah, there you go. Unclav? Yeah. Yeah. K-O-D-Y? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's a repro of those. Okay. And I've got a uh, Hypersports, the same cabinet, but man, I, I look at that bezel. Mine's kind of warped. I'm like, uh, that would be a, a pain to try to repro on my own. Yeah, like I was going to get uh, some like heavy gauge, um, like uh, cards, black cardstock. Yeah. yeah. I I looked in a few uh, office supply stores and a few craft stores, and I can't find anything big enough. Right. The only thing they have is like eight and a half by eleven. Do you even have the original that was on your cabinet? It's, it's. I so couldn't I gonna, even try to line it up if I wanted to. Yeah, I was. I was gonna say unless unless you have your original that's on there, it, it's really weird how it overlaps. And I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I know. If there's any, like any a other few, guys have, like, have had yeah, a cabinet like this, but is yeah, it like smoke are... smoke plexi that goes on there? Anyways, I mean, do you really I even think see so. the, oh. the bezel? Whoops. So it's supposed to be sm- uh, smoke plexi? I think so. I'm just wondering. And the cabinet's supposed to be pink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're way off on your colors there, buddy. <laughs> you better redo oh. the whole thing. Actually, Don't blame me. Blame Home Depot. I'm just looking at photos. It actually could be clear plexi on it than, than the actual cardboard bezel is black underneath it. Mm. Interesting. My, uh, my Hypersports has... Tinted plexi on it. I don't. I don't even think I saw tinted plexi at the hardware store. I know they don't have vinyl. No, you'd have to go to a, like a plastics. That's where I went. I got a, a guy not too far from me who just does nothing but plastics. Okay. He has acrylic and yeah, and plexi. Glass shops will definitely uh, be able to do tinted plexi if you wanted to go that route. Or oh, you, I don't know, you can go to like a like a auto parts store or something like that and get some of that uh, plastic. 
the auto tint. Auto tint stuff works. And then you get bubbles in it, and it starts mm-hmm. to look crappy. And then the yeah. cops pull the game over and exactly. charge me for having non-factory tins. <laughs> My buddy learned that one the hard way. Yeah. But other than that, it's pretty good. I got a uh, when the new monitor comes in, I'll see if it needs uh, caps, which it probably will. And I'll fire off another order because I also need to get uh, bulbs for the coin door and something re- else. I can't remember why. Why are you getting a different monitor? Uh, burnt, again? burnt to burnt beyond okay. belief. Right, right. Like the, it's it's had at least two fighter games what, in it. What uh, what chassis in it? Uh, it's a, just a Wells Garner for forty nine hundred. Okay. One. You didn't want to do a tube swap? I couldn't find a TV that was compatible. Gotcha. Like that, you should you should try the dark, the plexi on it, the tinted, because you might not even see the burn in. Oh, it, it's pretty bad. Like it's like I had two fighting games in it, so the top, like the life bar, all the way across the entire top of the screen is just engraved, and it's almost pitch black in most spots. Well, turn the monitor on and just let it go to gray raster. Turn the flyback up a little bit so we can see the burn. Take a picture of it. Uh, there's no, uh, as I say, there's no power supply. But um, <laughs> well, hold on, maybe I can. Make sure you got the isolation transformer hooked up. Yeah, <laughs> that a boy Buffett. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this message Actually, brought to you by the arcade buffet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Speaking of that, uh, Buffett, did you see um, when John was mentioning Ian, Ian Kellogg's site, did you see that he takes he accepts Buffett's? <laughs> <laughs> on his, I saw John's video, so I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. Here, no, 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 it wasn't on his video. Here, let me share it with you guys. Oh, it actually changed. It's like bit, oh. this new Bitcoin of arcades, the Buffett's. <laughs> it, it, it right here. Instead of ferrets not included, it actually said uh, now accepting buffets. He's taking <laughs> it down. Infringement <laughs> there somewhere. Yeah. Oh no, it, it, it's refreshing. There it is. <laughs> now oh. accepting buffets. Sue him! Yeah, man, Dad Burn. Oh, wait, he's not infringing. There's only one T. Oh, <laughs> uh, Buffett, change your name and your. I site. wonder if that's on purpose. <laughs> that's, that's a good joke that this won't die. <laughs> so, as far as screen burn is concerned, you know, I'm I'm mostly okay if it's the same game screen burn, but you know what, I'm. <laughs> My Q-Bird, it's got freaking gyrus burn on it. I, it just bugs the shit out of me. I can't yeah. handle it. The gyrus well, is a bad one. Yeah. Well, and another thing too is uh, if the game has tinted plexi, like yeah, uh, sure. that, that can help a lot. But it helps yeah. a lot. Yeah. But like, I'm I'm with you too, though. Um, like my um my Marvel Madness had a 4600 in it, um, and it had absolutely terrible. Um, because it had road blasters in it, and the road blasters uh-huh. were absolutely terrible. Yep. And Marvel Madness um, has really light-colored stages, mm-hmm. and so you can really notice it. So I just did a, a tube swap on my. That was the first attempt, and luckily um, 
I I got really lucky with my um, Craigslist find for seven bucks, and it worked. It was a direct swap with a K7000. Wow. I didn't even have to change wow. the yoke. But um, later on, I realized that K7000s are a lot easier than the other other ones. The next tube swap I attempt is going to be for a G07. I uh, I got lucky, and uh, me and my wife live in an apartment, and every day down by the dumpster there's TVs and stuff. And so wow. I snatch up any of them that have wood grain sides, and I, I pulled up this one last summer, and it's got the exact uh, impendence readings for a G07. So I'm going to try that. Nice. But... Because how often do you find a G07 that doesn't have any burn? Like, never. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very rarely. They, they all end up in, like, Galaga's or Miss Packs and... You know, and, and it's like some games, you know, like I have a uh, Frontline, right? You know, it's a, the, the monitor is original to the game, but somewhere along the line, somebody let the adjustment get way out of whack, and that's probably when no one was playing the game anymore. Freaking thing burned for years, probably. So it's like an an inch and a half down to one side from where it should be. Oh, so I like, hate I'm that. I'm not shit. adjusting my screen way out of whack so it doesn't look. So you get oh, this right. weird double vision kind of thing going on when you're looking at the game. I, I've it, seen it, that. It matches before. the burn, but it's just like way far off. You know, yep. I'm not adjusting my screen that far off. Yeah, I've totally seen that before. Ah. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> just neglect from the operators, right? Right. Yeah, I think I think this is a bad one that I've got. I mean, I've got burn. My my centipede has centipede burn on it, and my cubert has cubert burn on it. But um, yeah, as you can see on the 720 here, which is a tricky monitor. I can see the line from the top. Yeah, I can it, see it. Horizontal line. Yep. I mean, it must have been that the uh, yeah that the screen was same thing like you were saying. Chris, where it's like it was just way off and it just sat there yeah. burning like that forever. Yeah. Oh, is, is that what that is? Because I actually have a Nintendo monitor that I bought that has a really dark line on it, and I thought, oh, maybe the tube just exploded. <laughs> like I've, nope. never, I've, ne I've never fired it up. <laughs> I've, got, I've got an easy fix for you, uh, Andrew. All you have to do is just like uh, change out the bezel and shift it down about a good inch and a half. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> F funny question. Do I have to plug the monitor in before I do this? Well, yeah, make sure you plug it into the isolation transformer. You have to have it on so the gray raster comes up. Oh, no, I was going for the, should I actually plug the cable in that goes from the ISO to the freaking monitor? I'm wondering if I'm not getting a goddamn image. Uh, yeah. You well, you don't want an image from the game or anything. You just turn your the screen knob up on your flyback to the raster. Are you comes freaking up. kidding me? <laughs> no, I am not shitting hello, you. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> oh, ghosts are back. Hey Andrew, God, instead of uh, damn it, <laughs> instead of fixing your van, you should buy this van. This would be a good arcade hauler. Right oh now. man, it's a double reaction. Come on, look at that thing. Yeah. <laughs> that was originally what they were going to use for the Batmobile in the 1989 movie. Dave, you could like, easily crap, get your uh, cock pole in there. There we go. <laughs> hey you kid, want some candy? You could probably yeah. get a couple cock pulls in that bad boy. <laughs> the Who wants some candy? In that one. <laughs> paint, paint it white and turn it into an ice cream, ice cream truck. <laughs> hey, kids. 4000 bucks for first 
Or he takes trades as well. Ooh. <laughs> Trade him your 60 and 1 for it. Huh. Alright, Buffett, talk me through here. What am I uh, turning up? The screen knob on your flyback. Touch that anode cup. It's the lower one. <laughs> <laughs> the lower one? Yeah, the top one's focused. The lower one's the screen. When you turn that up, your screen will light up and you'll be able to see it. I'm going to present you just in case you go flying across the room. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll see that marquee light flicker. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. See glow on the monitor. Yeah. Yay. So just turn it up to where you can see the image and then take a good picture of it and then just post it. Okay. Turn that'll it work. down until you can see the burn, you know. Oh, I can see it just fine from here. <laughs> but yeah. Hold on, Twilight Zone. Uh, Jim, do you see the other picture I posted of the the um, other 4900 I did with all the jumpers on it? <laughs> yeah. That, that's the one I was commenting on. It just looks like a rat's nest. Well, I posted two of them. Yeah, yeah, I saw the second. The second one was crazy. It looked like you know an octopus ate it or something. <laughs> yeah, it's not working. Yeah, it no, takes it's, it's amazing that thing works. I mean, like you had, it's you did some crazy surgery, but uh, I mean, I thought mine was bad. <laughs> like I said, I've done those two and one on the neckboard like that, so I couldn't yeah, find the neckboard pics. Those pictures made me feel a lot better about mine. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Sure. I was just happy that everything everything worked. Like I'm like, okay, good, my hot works. So I'm like, I'm pulling wires through the chassis. I'm like, um, I guess I'll go up to the trace over here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the first one I did was just to see if I could do it. That was actually my chassis. The second one I actually prepared for a customer. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I've only done jumpers for like caps and smaller parts. So like when I had to do it for two of the leads coming off the hot and one for the flyback, I'm like, fuck. You know, these aren't, like, minor components here. Yeah, the, the second one, the one I did for the customer, I actually had to epoxy the uh, cornerback on, and then when I did when I did that, the holes, of course, get covered up for the lead, for the components. I had to take, like, eight or, like, five or six of the components off of it, you know, so I could get, actually get the epoxy on it. And then, of course, that covers the holes, so... I had to take my soldering iron and push my soldering iron down through the epoxy over top of all the holes and then use my tip reamer to clear the hole so I could put the part back in. Ah. <laughs> what a hack job. I mean, that, that I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was, you know, it's not hard. It's just very time-consuming. Buffett's but talking about his tip reamer again. <laughs> but, uh, but, but at what point... You know, like if you've got a chassis that that that's that bad, at one point do you like tell the person like, "Whoa, sorry, I blew up." Um, but at like what point do you tell tell the person that it's it's beyond or, or it's too crappy? You should just buy a new chassis. I'm not gonna spend any more time on this. Uh, when they don't want to spend any more money. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's up. Okay. To is, is that, do you? Well, like, cause, like, on your site you have a flat rate, right? Yeah. So, like, 130 bucks or or whatever. Um, like, at what point is it? Do you tell someone that it's it's more than it's going to be more than this? Well, when if I get a chassis in like that and it's cracked in the mail, because the 4900s, those corners break off all the time. I okay. see that various, you know, uh, what do you call it? Degrees of you know, of broken, you know, when I get those in. So 
I always, you know, I just ask the person, well, I got to glue your corner and stuff all back on and do a bunch of work to it. It's going to be an extra 20, 30, 50, 70 bucks. And they're like, most of them are like, okay. So, that's awesome beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, then you get the people that wanted all original, 100% all original. And that's what they want. They want their chassis fixed, and that's it. So, and I, and, it's always better to have the chassis that was already mated to that tube. Sure. Just in case there's a revision issue or something, you know, like the K7s. Everybody's right. like, yeah, just sell me a new one. I'm like, do you have your old one? They're like, yeah. I'm like, send it in. They're like, why? Well, then you got to go through the spiel of there's, you know, 47 different revisions of this thing. And, well, you could have something on yours that's mated to your yoke or whatever. <laughs> what do you think of all this, Andrew? <laughs> you got your thinking glasses on, I see. Yeah. He's got his Adam Savage glasses on. He's got his thinking beard on, too. Yeah. Well, so, so, um, Adam... Or, uh, I like sorry, that uh, it moves forward. <laughs> Buffett, as kind of a, you know, service to the customer kind of situation you have there, what... Do you come across that very often where, you know, a month or two or four months down the line, the, the customer is like, hey, you know, my monitor went out again. You know, you fixed it. I need you to fix it again. Is that something where they expect it to be free? Or what What happens a lot of times? You no, know, I usually don't. I like, I'll take, depending on what fails, like if it's something I did and it fails, I'll say send it back in. As long as you pay to ship it, I'll fix it for free. No problem. Okay. But. If you know thirty chassis are a lot of the things I work on are over thirty years old or close to it. Yeah, for sure. So I'm like, well, your warranty runs out at the end of thirty days. Yeah. Because I'm not going to warranty something that's already thirty years old. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, and yeah, and when that happens, you know, they make the decision, and and I don't know, I don't. Unless it's a major problem that it smoked a bunch of other parts, I don't charge them, you know, the same amount for the repair. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, don't. <laughs> but so yeah, yeah, you know that's it all. It all depends, it's and it's difficult, you know, because you you feel like you're you're on the hook once well, you you provide them with the working monitor. They almost expect it to work for another twenty years, you know. Perfect. Right. Well, and yeah, I just tell them, you know, when they come came back, I said, "Well, remember, dude, your stuff's already thirty plus years old. Anything can happen at any time." Yeah. So, and then on some chassis, like the Sanyos, that I mean, they're out there by the bazillions, but they're hard to come across in a bulk buy. You, you know, you just don't see them laying around yeah. like Real Sevens and K Sevens and stuff like that. So when I get the cracked Sanyos in, you have to fix them. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I've got a couple around here that are just, you know, cracked in three or four pieces or, you know, there's some parts taken off of them. It would take me, you know, several hours to put them all back together to even just get them to where they'll be tested. So, you know, so it, it's a hit or miss, you know, depending on what, what happens. So, like, the uh, I'm working on a 4900 <laughs> right now. Yeah. Did you recently uh, ah, get your scholarship there or what? Who are you talking to? I think Jimbo just recently, you know, graduated from college or something. 
with one eye in Spanish. <laughs> I am so fucking easily amused. It's unreal. Uh, yeah, Andrew, Andrew's an asshat right now. You know, and it's hey, it's his birthday. Yay! Oh, is. Yay! <laughs> You're stealing my thunder. From me. <laughs> You're stealing my thunder from my graduation party. Who the take out? <laughs> That's a pretty short hat. That's a pretty short ass hat. <laughs> he fell over. He was too drunk. Oh, oh boy. I'm already learning my words. I've been stumbling all night. Yeah. Yeah. Join the crew. <laughs> so, but, yeah. So, you know. All yeah, hats off over. to you, though, Buffett. I don't know how you do it. I, I do. Because uh, I like to. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, and um, th- I'm working on a 4900 that I now that I've had on the bench for roughly three weeks that I've been waiting on parts off and on and trying to figure out. I've got it all fired up and it makes a hissing noise. You know, normally they just make a nice constant buzz. Well, this one makes a nice constant buzz and it hisses. Well, I finally figured out why it was hissing, like a day and a half ago. Somehow or another, instead of having the correct width cap of like a 334 or a 339 in it, which is, you know, 0.39 microfarad, they had a 0.18 in it. It was ah. it was so wide, it was stressing the horizontal circuit so bad, it was making the chassis hiss. So at some point, some operator was like, this is all I got, I'm getting it working. I, I guess. I mean, it worked, but it had to have looked like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. You know, because, I mean, width-wise, it was, what, three inches off the left and the right? Jeez. <laughs> I mean, good Lord. What game do you need that wide of an image on? Yeah. <laughs> so, so I finally got that. And then, now i got a vertical issue with it, so I'm... Trying to source the vertical transition. I'm trying to remember now. Is it G07s where it seems like there's never any horizontal adjustment? Uh, no, is, there is no you horizontal adjustment. Plug back in that one connector and it'll move it over like maybe a quarter inch. Yeah, well, you have your horizontal hold that'll move it a little bit, and then yes, your horizontal jumpers. That's that's it all. It seems you have. like it's always off on those older games that I have. Uh, you know. I think the adjustments on those jumpers, they're really tiny, though. It's not a quarter inch. It's like... No. Yeah. yeah. I, I was being... Yeah, yeah. Some of them are upwards of a half, and some of them aren't. So. I don't I don't think I have one game that has a Geo 7 where the jumper's in the center. It's either one way or the other. Yes. And it's everything, off, everything's and it's always an extreme. And you can't get it to go any further. Yeah. Why I, I the hell didn't they put an adjustment pot on those? I, you know? I don't know. I, I know what the... That'd TV, be too easy. Yeah, I yeah, know exactly. That use to, I, I said I always set the jumpers to the center because for me personally, when after you repair them, that's what you you know what I do to test. Yeah. Them. And th- yeah. then the the owner can adjust it one way or the other. But I find with the t- least with the TPG, he's got it starting at the correct position or a good position to where you can adjust it with the horizontal hold, no problem, and go either way. You know, a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit. That that was one thing I was wondering about. You know, it was a twisty wrist. He did that extension remote well, board for those. That, Couldn't they make an adjustment knob on that for that or not? No, no, no. Hor- horizontal width 
is a, a, a completely different animal than vertical height. Right. That, that's actually done with capacitance. Which okay. is stupid. You know, but it, horizontal frequency works off the 60 hertz of your of the AC. That's where you get your sync from. It's running on the same hertz, 60 hertz, as your input. That's how they get it. I mean, vertical is a different a different sync rate. I can't remember what it is, but yeah, your horizontal is a completely different circuit. That's why on the 40 on the U5s and you know 74, 75s and stuff like that, where they had the actual pot. You know, that's a, it's a whole other set of circuitry, but you also notice there's still a width coil there. So, okay. yeah, so you have the width coil and the width circuitry to be able to change it back and forth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's a lot more complicated than people think. Like I said, I can't explain it. I just know it. But so. then, like, newer monitors have a horizontal width pot. That's what I'm talking about, the 74, 75, U5000, U2000, 7600, etc., some of the nanos and other stuff that are later. Vision, Vision Pros, um, Gentians. Right, but if you and if you compare, try to compare the circuitry and the schematics, you'll see in the K7s, 49s and stuff, the circuitry for the width isn't there like it is in those <laughs> chassis. Like I said, it's a whole other circuit that was added into those chassis just to control the width. So, yeah, it's it's a pain, <laughs> you know. So, and it is what it is. Yep. So, oh, but uh, then there's teams like, uh, is it Moon Patrol and and some Tatos like uh, Tatos, like Zookeeper, where the horizontal doesn't match with the monitor max. Is that out? So you have to do some extension. Well, yeah, they they the programmers you know programmed it at a true four by three, where the nineteen inch is not a four by three image. Hmm. It's it's not a four by three. Yeah, I forget what the aspect ratio is, but it's above four point three. It's not quite sixteen by nine. It's somewhere in between there. Hmm. But yeah, you have to change the width cap to stretch the image. Um, I think Double Dragon's the same way. I don't know about Double Dragon 2 or Double Dragon 3, but I know Double Dragon 1 is the same way. I'd love a dedicated Double Dragon 2. That game's sick. I know somebody's got a Double Dragon 2 right now in a uh, Wizard of War cab. Well, that's not dedicated, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Not right now. (laughs) I can see a circuit board. (laughs) Yeah. I used to have one. It um, It had some color issues. I ended up reselling it. There's a lot of boards where I, at the time I thought, well, someday I'll, I'll 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 build something with this, and I ended up selling the boards. Echo. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Beers. This, this Sunday. Um. Let's see. I don't think it's Buffett. Buffett, you got your headset on, right? Well, I'm holding it in my hand, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, like I said, I still have my speakers going on in the background, and you guys don't hear any echo. So the microphones. Oh working. shit! It's after midnight, dude. I gotta. I have to get some sleep. Okay. <laughs> How you guys do this? You guys are crazy. <laughs> hey, I was up fooling with a 13-inch 4800 till uh, five o'clock this morning. Or uh, morning. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah, well, but you've got weird hours, Buffett. We <laughs> we know this. 
We had well, hangouts like all day this week for like at like one in the morning. And Buffett doesn't have much of of a commute either. No. no. Yeah, I, I got to be up in six hours. So. Oh. I know. Cry me a river. I got to be up in twelve. I'm gonna call it a night. Yeah, I got a six-hour wake-up call too. All right. All right. Well, well guys, I got I got to check out. So it, it was fun hanging out with you guys. Absolutely. Until yeah. next time. We'll we'll call week. it a night and say goodbye for for now to next week. Sounds good. good. All right. Well, All right, next guys. week there, there probably won't be an arcade outsiders next week, so uh, we'll have another five hours. Yeah, six hour range. Yep. <laughs> we'll do some right. gameplay videos. Uh, Absolutely. Take care, guys. All right, later. Night, guys. All right, dudes. All right.